What's up, guys? New mic. Who this? I'll tell you who this is. My name is Farhad. I'm with the Juve podcast. Thank you guys so much for making us part of your Juve experience. Lots to talk about, but before we do, I was setting up this new mic. I thought it was a time for a, for an upgrade, and it's it's totally worth it. I sound almost passable, so my our, our standards were low, but now they're a little, just a little higher. Um, thank you guys so much for. Uh, checking us out. Thanks for, so much for checking us out on the other podcast that I do with Rav, Turin Giants podcast. And speaking of following, thank you for following us on Twitter at UV Podcast. Uh, our little page on Instagram, unfortunately, my old one got shut down. Don't post copywritten material, guys, because your 60,000 follower page will, will go missing. And now we have a new one, UV Podcast. Um, join us. It's a little more intimate um, interaction with the fans. Uh, I decided to take that lack of followers and turn it into my adva- my advantage, and now we get to speak kind of personally. So follow us there. Um, ways to listen to us, as always, SoundCloud, Spotify, iTunes, UVFC.com. Speaking of Rav, uh, Giovanni will be joining us a little later. I was setting up this mic, and I decided to have my own little two-minute solo podcast. I don't get to update you guys on a lot of things uh we do have good news after well, i don't know what is it six years of, of doing this podcast we're finally part of a network it's called big heads media uh i'm on the website right now bigheadsmedia.com they have tons of podcasts anything from sports to true crime to uh pottery and gardening and stuff like that podcasts are everywhere and they're about everything literally um we're hoping to work with them a little more on merchandise. They'll help us out with that. So Turin Giants hoodies are coming. Hoodie season is coming, guys. Hoodie is the most versatile piece of clothing in the world. Uh, can literally do anything with it. I love hoodies. My my closet is full of them. And I want to pass that love of hoodies to you guys. So Turin Giants, watch out. Merchandise is coming. It's really exciting. I can't believe we, we haven't done that yet. I just never really thought about that. So... I hope this is an exciting step for us. Um, we're going to talk about the Atletico game. A lot of a lot of things to talk about. A lot of positive uh, positives. A lot of negatives. Uh, so, without further ado, welcome to the UV Podcast. Yeah, I hope you're fine. I was just checking the microphone. I'm sorry. Forgive me. I, I, are you just trying to clue in everybody onto what happens behind the podcast? This like a behind-the-scene intro. Hey, I'm just, I'm just really excited about having a new microphone. But let's get to it. I took care of all the information in the beginning of the podcast. Thankfully, we can just move on to the game. Uh, Atletico Juventus, two-two. Let's start with the uh, starting lineup because I, I I knew that was a big part of the conversation before the game, including uh, Matuidi, including Kedira in the starting lineup. Obviously, you know message boards as we call them in the 20th century, they lit up. People went crazy about the starting lineup. What did you think when you saw it? Um, I I guess I wasn't shocked because it's been the same starting lineup at least in the midfield as it's been. And I think right now this is the starting lineup that Sari wants to go in and that for the foreseeable future. I want to say until 
October, or at least after the October national team break. It's probably going to be the um, lineup we're going to see, barring a few um, games of turnover when with like smaller teams, I would think. I th- so, t- short answer, not surprised. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, at this point, it's... It's it's not surprising, but it doesn't get any better. You see, you see us going to you know, to Madrid with Matuidi and Kedira and Pjanic in the middle. It's yeah, but uh, I mean, on paper they're not popular names, right? Most people are excited by the new toy they got, not the old one they've had for three years, even though it works fine, right? So uh, I think people just need to realize that. Sari is completely changing the way that we're playing, but in order to still have a good base of points and still have wins and results, he's going to have to rely on who he believes is best suited to apply what he wants and also get results. So if that's Kadira, Matuidi, and Pjanic, then so. Matuidi, but Matuidi scored, and it seems like he's probably the only midfielder right now that's dynamic enough to cover the the lack of defensive work that Cristiano Ronaldo is pretty much you know needs to do in order to play the way we everybody wants him to play. Right? But he's not going to do that. Yeah, Cristiano Ronaldo might track back on defense to help on corner kicks, maybe, but not really. And you don't want him to do that, right? So the only person right now in the midfield that is dynamic enough to to help is Matuidi. So people just got to be okay with it. However, I do think eventually somebody like Rabiot, who's got the skill and I think also the physique... To, to play that, and who, by the way, started ahead of Matuidi at the time of PSG. Let's not forget that. Eventually, he'll take over once he's settled in. Mm-hmm. I think it's probably a matter of him not being settled in or sorry, not seeing what he wants to see at practice, right? So He he's also hasn't played in forever, right? Yeah, and it's probably also a qu- question of conditioning. And I think everybody's noticed that some of the mistakes that we've we've had over the f- past few games is lack of uh, dynamicity and intensity. And that may be a little bit because we're trying to assimilate a new game plan, but it probably also has to do with heavy legs from conditioning. Matuidi is a beast, man. The guy has like three lungs on him. He was running around at the end of the, uh, at the, end of the game with the same intensity he was in the beginning. Scored, defended. I mean... Uh, I'm not a huge fan of his attacking abilities. Nobody is, right? So there was... There See, was seeing him link up with Ronaldo, it's like, take my eyes out right now. So um, there's, there's a pretty well-known Italian pundit who was giving out the grades for the game. And he gave Matuidi a, you know, uh, a 7 out of 10. And for any Italians, if you get a 7 out of 10, that's an 
excellent result because it goes, you know, like the like the school grades that they give. Back. It's like it's like so the it's like it's the gymnasts like, never nobody's ever gotten a ten. Uh, y- y- <laughs> exactly, you have to do something unique to do that. So seven out of ten for like ang- you know Anglo's or whoever or non Italians. That's like, I would say it's like a four out of five. If we had to compare, I- anyways, um, he's and he started it off with take him or leave him. He said, he, and he said what you just said. He's like, defensively and with his capacity to like run and cover all of the field, he's fantastic. He's great. D- does he suck when it comes to like playmaking or on offense? Yeah. But Sari's deciding to take what he can give rather than leave him out. So if it's good for Sari, then there has to be, a, again, there has to be a reason. Like, these coaches that make millions and this is their profession, they, they must they either see something we don't see behind the scene or they know something that we don't know. So maybe, I mean, it's been four games. Give them the benefit of the doubt. Yeah, I mean, uh, I read somewhere and I completely agree that Ronaldo, what he became at Real Madrid, part of it was the supporting cast. Part of it was the midfielders, Marcelo, Isco, I don't know, um, who else was... was But look at... at, Let's go back and look. Like Real Madrid literally built itself around Ronaldo. And once Ronaldo extricated himself from Real, nothing worked. So why can't can't we do the same? What do you mean, why can't we do the same? Why are we going into Madrid with that midfield? I know you just gave a huge explanation, but that's just an explanation, a logical explanation. But why can't we add more? Why can't we pray, Rabiot? He, fine, he'll, he's, you know, he's... Yeah, I mean, if you want me, to, I, I, but I, get, I feel like I gave the answer, right? I know, I know, but it's more of a rhetorical question. Why must we do that? Yes, we got most out of Matuidi, we got a goal, uh, great defending, running around everywhere. But why couldn't we just risk it and take... Uh, Ramsey or, or Rabiot. Um, Again, there's no que- there's no answer to it. It's just a frust- frustration of many fans. I, I mean, I, I I can't answer to people's frustrations. I, I that's not that's what that, I mean. Doesn't make sense. It could be for whatever reason. F- fuck, you know, you don't like Matuidi. Fine, whatever. Right? It's like maybe he's your personal choice. It's not. He's not your first personal choice. And if you were playing FIFA or Pro Evo, you would stack it with you know anybody but him. But in the real life, the coach decided to put him. So there's various reasons. It could be that both Ramsey and Rabiot are out of shape, or he didn't trust them to apply themselves and apply what he wants them to do. He didn't trust them to be secure enough in the gameplay against Atletico Madrid. I, 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 like, we forget that. Outside of two defensive mistakes, we're winning 2-0 with the choices that the kid, that with all these choices that we as fans, and I use air quote we, don't like. We don't like Iguain up front. We don't like Matuidi. We don't like Kedira. Well, what we did like, we did see some some of Ramsey running around for about 10 minutes or so. I remember when he like came out. or whatever, five minutes. I mean, I, look. That's a positive. I, I mean, it's a positive to see him on the field. Outside of that, I don't know what else you can get from that other than, okay, he's not broken. He can run. 
It's five minutes. Let's see more. So let's talk about Candida a little more. Um, a lot of people were speculating that the the that this is the second game where he comes off at the half or closer to towards the end of the game, and we let let a goal, uh, let a lead go away, get away. Well said. Um, what are your thoughts on that? My thoughts are that if we cannot play Kadira for the full game, then he shouldn't be starting at all. Um, it's it's sort of a double-edged sword. Yes, he, he he does have a presence in the middle, but as soon as he leaves, because he's tired, we uh, we uh, we concede goals. Maybe if you don't start him, instead of conceding those two goals, maybe you're already down four. I don't know, right? If we're going by that like metric of thought, then you know when you say, "Oh, I'd rather not start him." Look, if you have a roster of players, you, uh, nobody, look, nobody's naive to think that Kadira is gonna run ninety minutes. He, do, he he he's just not built like that anymore, and his age is showing. In addition to you know the fact that he was banged up and had pretty bad injuries throughout his career. So that longevity maybe is not there. But what he gives you in 60 minutes, you take, right? Now, to answer your question, strictly speaking, I don't know if, like, I don't know if there's a strictly direct correlation between him leaving and us taking those two goals. There has to be a certain amount of maybe relevancy if you're looking into it because, okay, maybe the maybe those... Maybe those corner kicks or those set-piece situations don't even come to fruition because you have somebody like Kedira that can break down the gameplay and the playmaking of the opponents. But I I, I don't know, right? I Maybe it's a little bit Kedira, right? That taking him away, you take away a, one of the smartest players on the field. But it also could be that we're just... The legs that just aren't there for all 11 players. And we're suffering from a lot of set-piece amnesia. And this isn't, this isn't a sorry problem. This has been an Allegri problem. And so if we, were, if, if we see that both coaches had these issues and, our, and the current coach is having this issue, then maybe it has something to do with a little bit the players trying to improve on that facet. And then obviously... Sarri's going to have to work on them because I think they're doing zonal marking. And I watched the goals and I watched pretty much, I've watched all the goals throughout the season so far. It's just individual players falling asleep and not even challenging in the air, right? Uh, somebody like Chiellini, even if he's zonal marking, he's not asleep on any of these. He's going he's, to, he's, he's going to be, he's always going to try to disrupt. The, nobody's really disrupting. You go look at uh, the game against Napoli. Uh, league is really asleep. He's really asleep. He's somewhere else. He's back in Amsterdam. Uh, and in this case, Bentancourt on the first goal against Atletico did not carry the man, but the entire defense didn't drop back to cover the, um, I think, the post from, I think it was Jimenez the defender from Atletico, he just towered over, I think, Daniel. Like, I mean, it's it's this kind of stuff that if you know that set pieces are your kryptonite, work on them and solve solve that problem. It's Yeah, if, if that doesn't wake the management up, I don't know what will because we've been conceding corners for years. So what does the management have to do with it? I mean... Address the problem. 
Come on, man. You're even even for you, you're they being a little. Get, they want to go get the tallest, biggest, strongest defender in on the market. So, S- what do you say? Do you mean management, like the coaches? Yeah. Or, I mean, I mean, or, the, I mean the. No, it's okay, not the management. Sorry about that. I so mean, it's, it, 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 management. This is confused. Yeah. So uh, it's it's awful. It's you know if we have a if we have a corner against us. There's a huge chance we might oh, concede. Yeah. I the sign of the sign of the cross and hope we don't concede. I I agree. Look, I, I agree. It's a coaching slash management. I think the Anglophiles use manager instead of coach. Yeah, yeah I say coach. Um, yeah, I think it's a coaching issue. I but 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 when I say it's a coaching issue, I'm not throwing Sari under the bus. I there's nobody can throw any coaches under the bus after uh, four weeks of of true gameplay. If in January, we're still getting scored on on uh, on on set pieces. Then that's a different. Then I yeah. Then that that's a massive problem. But I think it's gonna. I I, I think we're seeing. We're seeing changes. That are new. Like it's uh, to me, it's noticeable. I see it in in how easily, the players, communicate with the ball with each other. The passing, the ease of passing, is there. It, it's just the defense needs work, and I think the defense is the most crucial, it's the most crucial area of any team. Defenses win championships, and you know yeah. we we weren't expecting uh, Kaylini to be out for next six months. That was a huge blow, yeah. but credit where, where credits due. Bonucci picked up the slack. I know he's you know he's talking to Delict a little more. Delict looked a lot more uh, comfortable on the ball yesterday. Comfortable. But comfortabler. Yeah, I. But that's it because, for example, there was that um, counter that Joe Felix did. Mm-hmm. The lick kind of like let him go, and Atletico's sided, and then slowed down the track back, and then sped up the track back to you know thankfully kind of get in the way. But it really didn't get in the way. Like Chesney was there, the, he shot on goal. To me, and and again. No knock on Delict because he's 19, and I think I I said he's probably gonna be the best defender in Europe for the next ten uh, for the next ten years. He's my son. Yeah. Everybody knows that. Um, but I believe that uh, what what's you know what's gonna happen is that he's gonna need to truly truly learn Sarri's way. Be, and 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 to me, I think he's more of in a defender in the mold of Bonucci rather than Chiellini. Mm-hmm. So you can see he wants to have those long passes. You can see yeah, that he wants to create. And, and he wants to, and he moves well. Mm-hmm. He's dynamic for his size and he moves well. But that's not the type of defender that complements a guy like Bonucci. Yeah. Well, who complements a guy like Bonucci is a old school, an old school marking defender. Some guy that can pick up the side. Some guy that can defend. 60% of the time, mm-hmm. like, if you have to take the whole defending, 60% is going to be on the other center back so that Chiellini can, can, can you know, sorry, so that Bonucci can do what Bonucci does best. I think the list goal is coming. I think he wants to create a little more. He was uh, a little more comfortable off the ball, on the ball. Uh, so let's talk more about the game. My, uh, I mentioned that on the last Turin Giants podcast with Rav is that I mentioned the expectations for the game. I would be fine with <clears throat> with taking one point away, but once you're up to zero, that that one point becomes worst case scenario. <clears throat> I mean, you just can't. You just can't let a two goal lead go 
Um, I knew the, the crowd would be behind Atletico. The reason I said that I'd be okay coming back with the draw was because I thought I thought we would get we would concede first, to be honest, because of the energy of the stadium, because of what they want to avenge. You know, the last the last time they were embarrassed in the Champions League, uh, obviously knocked out by, by you know the famous game in Mar in February. I thought they'd come guns blazing, but. You know, once you go up one, which is Cuadrado's goal, was just one of my favorite. That's that's probably the best goal of his career. I know he had a goal against uh, Real Madrid, but that was more Morata creating it. That was all him. I I loved his personality, uh, uh, personal, um, individual skill, I should say. Um, yeah, once you go one up, and then and then you get a you get a gift like that from Matuidi. Come on. It's just unacceptable. Your your goals change right away, and and I hate that. This is just another game when we let we we'll let a lead go. That that definitely needs needs to be uh, addressed. Yeah, for sure, it needs to be addressed, right? Um, again, even the pundit said it. Like while knowing that there are defensive woes, like if you have if you're leading three zero, you can you can you can shut it down. That, that you've you've pretty much covered a game with 3-0. People still say that 2-0 is like not like it's like the trickiest. Isn't that what Capello said? He 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 famously said that that's that's my least favorite score is 2-0. I wanted to tweet it out. I didn't want to jinx it, but it happened anyway. But 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 what's got to happen is like even with 3-0, I mean you can you can you you can mitigate a loss easily. 2-0 Especially in the Champions League, and let, let's let's not forget, right now it's group stages, right? You can take a two-two, nobody gives a shit, right? But once it goes to knockout stages, and you got a two-two, you got a two-zero mm -hmm. at Atletico in Madrid, bro, you 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 start you start stabbing that ball, like you 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 deflate that ball if if you need to like keep the lead, do whatever you need to do. And and sadly, when they scored, when they pulled one back, you just knew. I I mean, I just knew it was going to be two-two. I. I, I'm being. They made the right changes. They made the right changes, and we we just fell asleep on the, the on set pieces. It's not like, it's any everybody knows, everybody knows that set pieces are just like, our weakness. They're tricky, yeah. Um, but like like you mentioned, we're starting to see the shape of Sari Ball. Um, I loved the, the like you said. I love the communication between the players. We were eliminating the press quickly. Bam, bam, bam. We're in midfield. You know, comparing to the last couple of years when it took us 10, 15 seconds to get out of our own half, there's still a lot of it, but I wouldn't judge it by this Atletico game because they're on you like white on rice. I mean, those players, as soon as you get the ball, I, I love that we didn't lose possession a lot of the times. A lot of the times we eliminated them with two, three passes. And the best part is it wasn't just, just you know, we kept the ball. It was one quick ball towards Cuadrado. I loved his speed. Uh, I was reluctant about seeing him in the starting lineup because I, I, I'm a Bernadeschi um, fanboy, and I know he needs to step up. I know the last game that we played, uh, who did we play, Fiorentina? Yeah. He, was, he was lackluster. He came out, did very little, so I was hoping to see him in the starting lineup. Maybe, maybe the atmosphere might pump him up, but Cuadrado did his thing. I... Um, he was running around all game long, and uh, aside from falling down at the first contact, everything else was great. I don't like him rolling around. That creates problems for our players, for, uh, you know, the ref is 
the ref is a little biased now about giving you the ball because you're you're play acting. But besides that, you know, obviously his goal was fantastic. Uh, he was fast, and like I was saying, you know, that one that one pass towards Cuadrado, you know, he's gonna beat his man. So that was that was a huge positive. We're starting to see the plan. We're starting to see the you know the the Saudi ball shaping up. Yeah, and again, uh, Kelini I think said that you're probably not gonna see the new Juve until January of next year, and I I don't disagree. I do not disagree. I mean, get, forget I mean, forget the fact that we have the Super Cup somewhere in Saudi Arabia or whatever. But don't don't even, I don't even consider that like a regular game, yeah. right? But I would say come back tw- in twenty twenty, barring any major injuries or anything of the sort, I do think that we're going to be seeing. Truly, like a very, very different Juventus, big time. Now the key is that because we're not Napoli, because we're not Chelsea, right? We want to win. So in order for Sai to do that, because he understands that that's what Juventus requires and expects of him, he may need to throttle back a little bit and then use the old guard just to maintain that stability and the you know continuous search for result. Eventually, I do think that you'll put a Rabiot who's got a better touch on the ball than Matuidi in place of Matuidi to cover for Ronaldo. With Douglas Costa back, you'll see Douglas Costa, you know, just doing what he was doing very successfully at the beginning of the season. Ramsey will be a... I think he's probably like the... The guy that Sarri is really waiting for. I mean, oddly, I mean, I, I, of all players, I, I mean, I, yeah, I'm sure Ramsey has those skills that Sarri really likes in a player, but I didn't think he was really into him like as much as I, as much as it sounds like he is. Can we mention Alexandro? I think, um, I think he's the player that's been the most consistent so far in his. Three or so four. Far, so far, yeah. So far, this 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 year, the, the three or four games that we played, he he played great defensively. He has a, he had a, a an assist yesterday. I mean, how do you pick out Matuidi and make sure you place it right on his? Because for Matuidi, I think it was a huge task, and um, you know, it, it was good to see him running. He's he's dependable. I don't think anybody this year has been so far very dependable, but. I think Alexandre is one of the is is the only player that can uh, depend on to have a good game, and I I really hope this is his this is his season. Well, I hope he goes back to being the awesome player he was the first two seasons at Juve, and, and that's for sure. And he has been like pretty dependable, and um, you know Johnny on the Johnny on the spot when needed. It was a very amazing. It was an awesome cross that was perfectly weighted, and Matuidi had a, a a good run in terms of like finding the gap between the two central defenders, and he made a perfect run, perfectly executed play. So. I don't think we've discussed Higuain's new position with you on the podcast. What do you think about him playing oh. right there in front of the defense? Higuain. Oh, like in the like in front of the in front of the opposition, the, like I mean, it's the same yeah. like nine role, but it's probably not the is different from when we had him and when he was at Napoli in terms of him not being the focus of the gameplay. He's not the tip of the spear, so to speak, right? 
Um, he's he's being a lot more dynamic and in support, kind of like the f- last season he was um, starting at Juve with Allegri. Um, knowing that you also have somebody like Ronaldo, who is an added finisher. So I I I, I like the fact that he's. He came in humble. He came in quiet. We're all we all already we 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 told him don't don't unpack your bags. And we were, we were we were all holding his bags ready for him to leave. And I, I was a hundred percent sure he's going. Yeah, a lot of us were, including myself, um, just because of his pride, right, and the type of guy that he was. I think you know we're, we're treating him like shit, and this guy's not staying. And I think he'll do great. I I, I always thought he would do well anywhere else. But he he decided to stay. He was humble about it, and I guess he's doing the work that Sari wants him to do. So, um, so long as he maintains form and he's focused, and it's it, it, it he provides results and support, and why not? All right. So here's what we're gonna do. Um, I posted a posted a tweet saying whatever comments you have regarding last game, uh, uh last night's game. Just post them. We might discuss them. We might not. We might pick out the best one. But I just wanted to give you guys a voice too. Uh, I'm sorry if I don't read your um, your handles on Twitter. It's just sometimes they're too complicated. Uh, some I will. LGB says that Delict is really good at passing to Bonucci. I think that's a it's a the dig at Delict. I mean, sure. I I I I I don't disagree. Delict has been mediocre this season, and but he'll grow. Like we can't. We can't throw a 19-year-old under the bus. I, I, I refuse to do that. So. Daniel, um, our, our avid follower, says that despite Matuidi scoring last night, I think neither him or Kadira should start big games. They're not technically suited for Sarri's system, and the players on the bench are better. Rabiot and Ramsey, who will also create more for Ronaldo and the other forwards, completely agree. That may be, yeah, that may be so, but right now, Sarri, who nobody's... Nobody's really handcuffing him from starting Rabiot and Ramsey has, is making the decision to use Matuidi and Kadira. Will that change? Quite quite likely. But for now, you know, don't get your hopes up. It's my, it's my opinion. No, that's cool. This is a little back and forth. I, I totally understand. Uh, uh, Daniel Jafari, our good friend, he says that highlight of the game, without a doubt, was players scoring whose name was not uh, CR7. Ronaldo scored all the Juve's knockout goals last year. It looks like Sarri's plan is not pass it to CR and pray, which I, I kind of dig that. Uh, Delict was world-class, La Jolla influential. Alexandro is back. It's basically everything. We, ha- we, haven't ha- we haven't mentioned Dybala. I don't have much to say. He did. Yeah, there's not much to say. He hasn't been a presence. Yeah. Uh, sorry to say. He, he, he was pretty influential yesterday, not... Not um not enough to do anything, but uh, Daniel completely agree, and Alexandro's back. So so, we're we're jumping on the uh, Alexandro bandwagon again. I love that guy, uh, Juan Sebastian. Uh, it was encouraging to see the team take in, uh, initiative away at Atletico, especially given injuries to key players. My hope is that by March the team will lead by a Cristiano, DiBala, and Costa attack, and Rabiot, Pjanic, Ramsey midfield. We need a collective and individual quality. Mike says that if we didn't concede from set pieces, we probably would have won UCL at least once in the last few years. Sadly, that is so true. <laughs> key, key goals, key goals are, you know, corners and, and 
not just you, not just the Champions League. I remember us conceding against Milan from the corners back in, back in you know when we weren't really a thing in the Champions League, just beginning to get back into it. Um, Alex Cam, um, yeah, he's um, he's completely right. The breakaway that uh, that Higuain did, I think he should have squared it to Ronaldo. That was a, that was painful to watch. Okay, there, there were two options, right? So, so let me read, let me let me read his tweet. So yeah. this selfish moment by Higuain cost Juve two lost points. It's a bit of exaggeration, uh, but yeah, it did at least cost us a goal. Ronaldo in front of an open goal, and all Pipita had to do was pass it because at three one Atletico would not have come back to draw the game. All right, so let's look at. Did he have two options? I agree. I think he had two options. Could he have been better suited to pass it? Yeah. There's no 100%, you know, like, we're not 100% sure that Ronaldo was going to put it in. Let's, let's start by saying that. But more than likely, he could have. However, if you, look at, if you look at the replay, he had zero intentions of passing that. <laughs> Zero. Because, no, because you have to take into consideration the angle and the speed at which you're moving the ball ahead. It's difference between you wanting to pass it and thread it through the box or smash it. That ball goes in, we're like, oh, fantastic, fantastic run by Iguain to beat the defender on the offside and score. He's still a he's still a nine, man. He's still a nine. I think he's gonna have times when he's like, "I got this. Don't worry, man." So, but but I just I just imagine so, Barca yeah. and Messi fans. This is just the ultimate. Ronaldo doesn't get his pass. He gets frustrated. Higuain, the famous scapegoat at the Argentina national team, oh, he misses yeah. the. So Messi fanboys were. I I saw a couple of comments. I see you. Uh, yeah, that was that was. That was kind of yeah, so painful to watch. So, Alex, rest, thank you for bringing that yeah, up. I think for the rest of the season, what we're going to see is like any any oh, any 50-50 chance that Iguain has, if he makes them instead of when, instead of choosing to pass it, we'll be like, oh, yeah, fine. If he doesn't make them instead of choosing to pass, we're going to be on him big time. And I think it's I think we're going to see it the rest of the season from a lot of fans. I I just that's that's the way I think. So. All right, so last one is from Enred. Actually, we have a couple of comments from Instagram. Please follow us at Juve Podcast. It's a, like I mentioned in the intro, it's a, it's a little intimate kind of a page. We talk amongst ourselves because people who add at Juve Podcast on Instagram most likely listen to us because the, the, the 60,000 following follower page that I used to have, there's, there was really very little communication there. So I kind of enjoy this little... Uh, I'll start doing Instagram live videos too, I guess, or or just Instagram stories. I kind of like talking to you guys. So one last one from Twitter is at M P N R E D. So kind of a different different point. He sent, <laughs> he posted a GIF of um, Michael Jackson eating popcorn. So here here comes a good comment. So he's saying, "Me watching all the anti Kedira, Matuidi, and Quadrado hate." Oh, we all love Dybala. Uh, I know we all love Dybala and can't wait to see Ramsey, Rabiot, Pjanic midfield. But if they aren't starting, it's probably because of a good reason. I'm sure just like all of us, Sadi wants the best 11 out there on the field. Hey, a little bit of... See, you, you, you think all of our followers... Are, I guess... I guess <laughs> there's some common sense I, out there. I do not disagree. Right, I'll leave it at that. I mean, he's right. And here's the other observation I have. Now, everybody's been really... 
I, I feel like people aren't really touching on the fact that Pjanic has been a little underwhelming this, this these past four games. He just hasn't been hasn't been good. I mean, the Fiorentina game he came off. That's fine. And I, who knows? Maybe this game he was a little bit out of it because of that. But he didn't play well against Atletico. I don't think. So, I mean, I'm I'm still I'm I'm taking the same approach that I took with um, DiBala, and I'm I'm taking it with I'm taking it with Pjanic. I I think. You need to step it up. At this point, Pjanic, like you, the keys, the keys to the kingdom are, are there for you. You just, you just gotta step it up. I, 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 at his age and and in full, like footballing maturity, he should be able to do more. He should be a lot more influential. He should have more of a hand in uh, our gameplay and our scoring. It's it's gone down since the first couple of years. Um, at Juve, if you look at the stats, so hopefully it gets picked up again. I'm not. He, there's, there's. It's a new system, and it's the beginning of the season. But I, I want to see more from him. I have to. See, we all have to see more from him. Yeah. So I'm on WhoScored.com. I kind of like to get the statistics from there. So I'm just. I just stumbled upon a idiot comment of the day. All right. Let's take a listen. Uh, let's let's take a look at this. Uh, BSN, member since 2017. So he's saying, Ronaldo wasted two seasons at Juventus. That's all I got to say. I mean, I love Juve. It sounds like it. I love Juve, but it's not the team for his abilities. He would have been, he would have had much better seasons in teams like Napoli, Arsenal, or Bayern. Too bad those can't afford him. Bum, bum, bum. All right, we're not even going to discuss that. This is, this is a comedy break. All right. <laughs> uh, so, um, listen, man. At the end of the day, it's a it's a draw that we took away from Madrid. It would have been much worse. Um, we got away easy. Um, this, uh, yeah, it's 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 rough after being up 2-0, But I think there's room to improve. Any last thoughts? Because I, I I think we've discussed we've covered enough of the game. And thank you all for joining us again. Thank you for uh, to Big Heads Media for making us part of their lineup. Again, I wanted to mention them. You know we're part of a network now? Nope. <laughs> right. cool. jo- Giovanni is basically Ronaldo. He shows up at the, at the game. He doesn't know what's going on around the stadium. He doesn't know what's going on around the team. You, that's right. That's right. You, 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 bring, the, you bring the knowledge because God knows it's not me. Um, yeah, so any last, um, last thoughts on the game? Honestly, um, let's just all look forward with like you know, cu- curious optimism as to what the season brings. Because I'm really curious. Because I'm not going to lie. During the the old, pod- old podcast the past few years, I think I, a few times I've said, hey, Napoli plays pretty, pretty fun football to watch. We never really dwelled on it because it wasn't a Napoli podcast or whatever. But it, they play pretty fun football. No, I'm not going to lie. And it'd be refreshing to see it. However, I'm... I'm a results-driven guy. Like I want to, I want to see wins in spite of um, us playing really open and awesome football. So um, I do think that Sari has the ability to do that. He's a very talented guy, um, but there's a few things to work on, um, namely defense, um, set pieces, and just that 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 focus that the team needs to have throughout 90 minutes and 
possibly 120 minutes as the season progresses into next spring in Europe. So it's just sort of distracting. It's 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 not the headspace that I would prefer to go into the first game of the season. You know, last couple of games that we played, uh, meaning. There's so much going on during summer this summer and even spilling into the season that I don't think mentally the, the team is there 100%. I think yesterday was a wake-up call. Hopefully all that out of, you know, uh, you know, f- stuff off the field gets resolved because we really need to start focusing. Um, oh yeah, there's, there's been a lot going off the field with the whole yeah. ultras thing. Then we haven't even talked about that. Like, that would be That's crazy. Yeah, and... Uh, Listen, if if Ronaldo pulls the trigger and scores that scores that goal in the last minute, oh. we 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 have <laughs> we, we have a completely different podcast on our hands. Oh, dude, it would have been a funeral at one Metropolitan. <laughs> just fu- just just funeral. Just why why it was so perfect. He dribbled past like four people. Last yeah, minute. that's the kind of stuff that like you watch it. You're like, oh my god, please just curl in, just but, dig in and go in, dink the post and go in. But if I had to choose a hat trick in the return leg over them, over a group stage last minute goal, I, I'll still take our awesome Look, comeback I last d- year. Dude, I, I don't care if Ronaldo does not put a ball in the net at all in the knock, in the group stages. We'll, we'll, I, we'll make it through. But once we get then, that, that's when, if you want to load them up and score 15 goals in the knockout stage, go for it, buddy. Go for it. I don't care, man. All right, guys, thank you. I hope you, you enjoyed a f- few minutes with us. Um, yeah, I mean, we'll, we'll see you guys. We'll talk to you guys soon. Check out our podcast with Rav, Turin Giants podcast, this podcast. Um, it's, it's a lot of fun to do this. And like I mentioned, uh, welcome to all the new listeners. This season is busy for us. This season we'll, we'll come out with a bunch of podcasts because I think at the end of it, there will be uh, th- there will be a Champions League win at the end of it, and I'm and I'm hoping for it. I know it's you know optimism speaking, but um, I I hope so. I hope we're at the end we're celebrating a, a big win. That that will be super fun. Uh, thank you guys for joining us. We love you all and Forza Juve. Forza Juve. Was that a question? No. <laughs> all right. See you guys. <laughs>